What's up, dude? Episode 32. Yo, happy New Year's, motherfuckers. Episode 32, 2022. Welcome to the new year. <laughs> we had a couple weeks off. It was nice. Enjoyable. I'm glad to be back. Well, it's not nice to be away from you guys, but it's nice to uh, have some time to, uh, you know, just do some other shit. With you. Yeah, man. It's nice to uh, breathe a little, to be honest with you. How was your new year? Where were you, Shrine? Yeah, I was a shrine. It was, it was just a typical New Year kind of uh, situation. Like, yeah. you know, <clears throat> what it's we difficult. Predict. Yeah, yeah, it's difficult, to be honest with you. I had a hard night. Uh, it's, it's not that easy playing New Year's sometimes because I play a little centric. And when I play a little eccentric, if you have a crowd eccentric? like eccentric. Sorry, yeah, my nose is a little stuffed up. It's a little chilly outside out here in Boston. Um yeah, I kind of played over people's heads because, like, those were definitely people that don't go out very often. Right. And uh, they're like, oh, can you play, like, a Chris Brown? Or, like, uh, they want to hear, like, super, like, Spice Girls and stuff like that. And uh, I don't have a lot of wedding kind of songs and stuff yeah. like that. Any ABBA? Well, that's a banger right now. Yeah. That's coming back. James Wang requests that every time he's out. And it, Shout out Gimme, gimme. James Wang, what up? Speaking of James Wayne, they got me at Sapphire's January 30th, so be on the lookout for that. What day of the week is that? It's a Sunday night. It's the hottest party in New York on a Sunday. Might have to come out for that one. Were you you Thursday? Next Uh, Thursday. Next Thursday, I got a new... I'm coming back to my old roots. I've had a residency in Atlantic City for over 12 years, and I haven't been there in two because the uh, club that I was working at just reopened and uh, I had a nicer offer to head somewhere else. And I will be debuting at HQ2, which is at the Ocean Club. Nice. I think that's the Ocean Hotel. Yeah, the Ocean. And I'm excited for that to see my guy Zach and Jason Weiss and my good friend Lou B and, and Manny and everybody, the whole team over there. I'm excited to be a part of it. And I it's going to be great. Manny's a great guy. Manny's fucking the best, man. Manny the Manny's a Boston legend. <laughs> yeah, man. So I'm excited to be in AC, man, to see all my old friends. You know, I've had a, a long relationship with that city and uh, I can't wait to get back. Speaking of long relationships, um, if anybody saw the Instagram or well, my Instagram the other day, had a oh yeah, I forgot a great picture. Well, we reenacted a picture from 13 years ago. It was myself, yeah, Jason, and um, my good friend Swayze was in Swayze. Town. So we recreated the picture from the first day I met Jason, which is pretty cool. It was like I think it's 13 years ago. Yeah, but I, uh, I can't remember where f- we were. A few of us you. changed. What was it? I don't remember. Well, you were at district, but you weren't playing there, but. Um, there's definitely a lot of gray hairs in my beard compared to. Actually, I didn't even really have a beard back then. You were like a hundred pounds heavier. Shrazy had short hair. It's crazy the fact that I was like that 
But I wasn't that big. I never, ever hit over 200. Ever. Well, you carried it in your face back then. I carried it in my fucking face, man. Definitely. It made me look bloated. I think I don't think I was fat. I just think the food that I was eating was making me bloated. That's what you say every day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. We got some questions of the week. We love the questions. Keep them coming in. Hit what, us. One of them. Follow us on our Instagram so you can see the questions. You can be part of the show and you can Absolutely. interact with us for sure. Um, so what's the question of the week, bro? One of them's for you. And it's from uh show, Kyle. Not this, not smile with Kyle, another Kyle. But have you ever worked with Rakim? <laughs> this is a pretty amazing story. You might have told the story on here, but we need it again for our new. Uh, it was like, what the fuck was the name of this club? Nell's. I think it was called Nell's. Where was it? Manhattan. Yeah. Uh, it was um. Twenty. I, oh shit! Nell's was on uh. Fourteenth Street, I believe. Mm-hmm. West Side. It's where the old Darby is, like right there. If you're familiar with New York City, it's the old Darby. It's the up and down. It's that little block right there. It might have been the old Darby or up and down. I don't remember. Things change so quick. My good friend Ricky and I were talking the other day, and we were talking about what happened, what went into, oh, there's a new strip club opening in, in New York City. It's going to be a huge project. Yeah. And it's 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 gonna be like huge, like five stories. Wow! And it's it's a famous group doing it, not eleven, but it's a famous, you know, a big name right, place. Right. And immediately I thought, oh, they're gonna go into the old uh, hustler spot because that hustlers is huge on the West Side Highway. And he said, no, they're gonna go into the old space. We had space Abitha. In Manhattan, that club used to just be amazing. So we we're like, oh, isn't wasn't maybe that's the old exit? And we're just like thinking, like how many like venues Names have like changed that. over? Oh, it yeah. wasn't space. Wasn't I? Don't think space was anything before space. Exit actually turned into a concert venue slash production for television. Yeah, it would turn into Terminal Five. So space turned into Terminal Five. Uh, and then uh, I don't. So I think that. Um, Space is going to turn in. I, I'm assuming that that building is going to be the old space building. It is right. pretty dope. I remember being there at like six o'clock in the morning, and all of a sudden, the the like shades lifted up, and you could just see the the big intrepid, uh, you know, aircraft carrier yeah, yeah. right out the window, and you're like, oh shit. Shit, I didn't was, even know the yeah. I didn't even know there was windows there. Right, right. And you're like six o'clock in the morning, it's just like deep dishes playing, it's like boom, boom, boom. Dude, it was crazy. So yeah, Nels. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a fucking way to go off course on that one. So it was like I was opening and it was my first night playing there. I'll never forget I had a PC. Shout out to uh people that rocked PCs the DJ Hurley. And when I was told that I needed a at PC, I needed an external hard drive. Right. But back then, they're not like they are now. This thing was a fucking brick house. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, it must have weighed five pounds. So I'm getting there and I'm DJing. And they're like, "Yeah, you're gonna play till like midnight, and then D Nice is coming on." I, well, first of all, I love D Nice, and this is the first time I actually met D Nice. Plug in. I'm excited about the night. Of course, I'm anxious as hell. I'm, I'm, I got 
my stomach's bubble guts. And I'm just like, it's a lot of pressure. You know right. what I mean? Your first gig at a big club and, you know, and you just want to rock it and you're just like, you get in your head a little bit. Cause I care so much. That's why I get it like sure. yeah, poopy doopy. So plugged in, I'm ready to go all of a sudden, like shit's just not working right on my computer. I'm like, Oh my God, my th- external hard drive is not firing. So thank God for New York City being as beautiful right. as the cities it is. I'm like, D, I'm having major problems, bro. Can you hop on now? I'm going to run to the Apple store. Yeah. 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. I no, it wasn't 2, but it was yeah. like midnight. I remember this story. Yeah. <laughs> Jump yeah. in the cab. Run to the place. I'm fucking sweating in this place as they're like trying to figure it out. Figure out the problem. I get back. D's like, yo, good thing you're back. He's like, yo, Rakim's about to perform, and you're going to DJ for him. I go, What? Yeah, you're going to DJ for him. All right, dude. Now I'm thinking in my head, like, I know Rockham, I know his music. Right. But in that moment what do you play? of pressure yeah. and, like, what do you want to do, I totally had. And back then you didn't have the success. This was, like, the, the beginning stage of Serato, like, the first year. So, like, I really didn't even know how to, like, look up the files. Mm-hmm. or Like, I had no idea. And half the problem was I needed, when I got Serato, instead of building it throughout the years, I needed it Thursday. I needed it Friday for a gig. I got it Thursday. Right. No music. Scribble just dumps everything on me. Shout out DJ Scribble. And he just dumps tons of music that just so fucked up, shitty quality. Yeah. Just like, it, it wasn't his fault. It's just like, we didn't know then. Right, Here you right, go. Right, yeah. You know, Serato was so brand new. And I'm just so nervous. And and D was like, I don't even know why he just didn't do it himself. But he was like, yo, I'll just sit in here with you and I'll tell you what to do. He goes, keep playing. Rakim will perform longer. So I just kept going and going and going. And then after, like, the nervousness went away and, like, three songs in, I didn't really need D anymore. I found right. the groove. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And Rakim kept performing. And it was dope, man. And it was just so legendary. To- Did anybody get a picture of that? No, but I do have a... I've hung out with Rakim a few times, and and again, shout out to Rakim. He's the greatest. He paved the way for everybody. I don't care what kind of hip hop you listen to; it wouldn't be any of it without a gentleman like Rakim in 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 his street knowledge and the way he spit and the way he he changed hip hop music from basically being like. Rap attack, do ba da da, like to like hardcore street shit. Right, you know what right. I mean? There would be no gangstar without Rakim. You know wow. what I mean? There would be no street. He brought the streets to hip hop instead of like it being like that old wild style um, basketball jam. You know, records for like you know the Furious Five and shit like that. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, that was dope, man. And Rakim was always very sweet. Uh, my my cousin, shout out my cousin Slim, worked with him for years. He's from uh, Ithaca, so my cousin went to school in Ithaca. So Rakim from Ithaca? Not, Ith- not from, but his family is. Oh no way! All right, we got another question. Hurley, yep. Hurley, you want to jump in on this one too? Of course. This is a great question, but it can get deep. So it's so easy, Jason. Though. I'm gonna put a stopwatch on you. <laughs> That's why we have a timer. Yeah, I how, talk a lot. How do you know you love what you do? Hurley, you want to go first? I mean, I feel like it's just it doesn't feel like work. I mean, I, I mean, that's, I like that's an easy answer. answer. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's like I got a good one. Give it. 
I could be like really upset about something or not feeling well. And as soon as I start playing music, I don't give a fuck what's going on in my life. That shit is out the door. Yeah. It's I, a release. I used to, <laughs> I'll tell you this story with, uh, <laughs> shout out to Bonnie. When Bonnie, when, you, when I'd be getting up. you had your, your dreadlocks? No, no, no. This is like recently. Oh, recently. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> when I'd, when I'd get upset or something. Bonnie would literally switch to like a like a reggae song that I just love, and my mood would just change. <laughs> <laughs> just like a little kid when they like, like, yeah, it's like, like, it's like a pacifier, yeah, like yeah, shut it up. Like yeah, a, yeah. Uh, it's almost like your uh, oh shit, what's the word I was looking for? Like it's like your life hack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I know. Like my first vacation. Shout out, uh, Jeff loves reggae music. If yeah. you guys don't know by now, but. Uh, Reggae music was such a beautiful thing in, in in that my first vacation I ever went on was to Jamaica. Not because I cared about going to Jamaica, right. but because I cared about the culture of Jam Jamaican music so yeah. much that I wanted to go there. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess we have all these different love what we do. We love this podcast. We love, you know. Uh, working nightlife, DJing, music. We have a lot of, you know, loves out here. I think one of the things is, too, is that besides, obviously, what Hurley said is... But on the second hand, it's not all roses and fucking no, strawberries. Exactly. So, But you wake up the next day and you get excited to do it again and fix what didn't work out so well. I you try know? to do that with life also. <laughs> I've been doing that for many decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still working on it. Facts. <laughs> Work under construction. Work in progress. Yep. Um, w I P. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, still enjoying these nights. You know, the good come with the bad. You know, just having they're not all you know, great, man. No. They're really not. But still having these great ones that make you love. You know, love it all over again. Fall of course. In it. Or a new song comes out and, and you just like, for the first time, you, you just like, you know, sometimes new music is really shitty and you just hear a song that's, that really brings us back. There's a lot of shitty music out there right now. And we've talked about that enough. But yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, Hurley and I spoke about it too off air the other day about everything that's going on. So it's just the way it is. And you just have to navigate I just, I, the thing I hate the most now is I used to actually enjoy going to the blogs and getting music. Yeah. Because it kind of ciphered through the shit a little bit. Right, right. Now I'm going on these fucking record pools and I'm spending hours. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm dialing and loading like two or three records. Right. You know what I mean? It's like I'm starting to the point now where like I'm like maybe I don't need to be in this record pool anymore because fucking there ain't no shit. Well, why don't you start a business where it's where you go through the the pool? No, I can't do that because my my the shit that I would put up would be so weird and eccentric that it. Well, Jason's picks picks of the week. Yeah, I can't even I can't even come up with five. <laughs> It's crazy. Right now, I I just... Dude, I've been playing some really weird records that everybody knows. I don't play over people's heads where I'm, like, coming in there and playing, like, like weird, like, 
drum and bass or dubstep or anything yeah. like that. I'm playing like shit that everybody knows. Uh, you know, I know the the age group of the crowd that I'm DJing for. So I have a crate that's like 2010, 2015. That's when they were yeah. in their teens in high school. You know what I mean? And you just navigate from there, dude. I, I don't think I need to be playing so much new music. Speaking of dubstep, we're going to hear about... Oh, we are? We're going to hear about dubstep later from our Sick. boy George. Yeah. One time George. Our boy George. George A. <laughs> Should we get to sum me up? Yeah, please? man, let's go, bro. Let's do this. Yeah, if you don't know, right now it's that time of night, time of the day, time of the show where Jeff brings us the beautiful and uncanny. Is that the right word? Uncanny. 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 <laughs> You're an uncanny. Uh, Yelp reviews. So let's get into it, man. What's up with this week's Yelp reviews, my man? Oh, Libby R. So if people watch on, on YouTube or I don't know where if you can watch it anywhere else besides Blah. YouTube, but you can listen everywhere else. But um, there is a picture that goes along with this. So you got to check out this picture. And Libby R says, maybe don't put an extremely hot space heater in the middle of a hallway at leg height when it's crowded. Thanks for the second degree burns. And when I say this girl's legs are burned, they have Damn, they burn marks. Like- they're yeah. like scarred. Yeah. I to be honest with you, it looks like three different people. I think that's three different weeks of healing. <laughs> Damn, son. Yeah. So Libby R does not like space heaters. What why would you have a space heater in the club, by the way? No club no cl- I, I bet you it's like somewhere in the Midwest for sure. Not not saying there's anything wrong in the Midwest, but what? I've been to like some weird ass places in like Arkansas that I could see. Yeah, but a space why would you heater. need a heater in Arkansas? I don't know. Does it get cold out there? Sure. It gets cold everywhere. Kansas. <laughs> but it gets freezing in Boston. We don't have heat in the clubs. No, we have heating systems. No, we don't. We don't have heating systems? We only have air conditioning? Yeah, we don't have a heating pumps heat inside a club? Yeah, man. No way. Whatever. You're out of your mind. What did Allison B have to say? First of all, what I was thinking the other day, too, too, was <laughs> these girls put up. Well, guys, to put up these profile pictures, and now people are putting up, like, profiles on Yelp. Do you think, like, people go searching through and, like, and... I do. And look out for girls? Like... Oh, for girls? No, I don't do that, you weirdo. I look up... (laughs) People's reviews, and if they've wrote several reviews, I follow that person. You don't think that people are starting to hit on people and find them on Yelp? Oh, you got to be some different type of dude to do some shit like that. Yeah, well, <laughs> You got to be like super weirdo. That's a, I mean, I'm a super weirdo, but I mean. It could. But it, but you, no, you can tell a like, lot right by the back, girl. Be like, yo, Allison, I see you had a hard time at this club. I'm so <laughs> sorry to hear that. No, but. How are you today? <laughs> but you can tell if they're a negative person or not. Like yeah. you, could, like all the all the one stars, they gotta go. They're so negative in life. I don't want your negative energy in my life. <laughs> no, and Take just your go, one star reviews and go home. Yeah, I'm only dating girls with five star reviews. Yeah, that's they're very positive. True. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I, I like that. <laughs> my new dating site, Yelp. All right, Allison B says, Yo, forget Tinder, Bumble, all that. It's 
And Yelp's where it's at. Yelp is where it's at. All right. Allison B, probably not going to go on a date with her. She's negative. Try to enjoy it. Her profile picture looks decent, though. See, these are the ones you have to be careful about. Says she made six reviews, right? Is yeah. that what that's saying? Yeah. So she could be fucking fugazi. That's why she's negative. She only goes Wait, on Yelp. Cat, to, you think they're catfishing on Yelp already? Yeah, man. Dude, I, I man, I don't I I if I have a bad experience, I write it. If I have a good experience, I write it. These people that's you, why I'm you having have a trouble. Profile? Yeah. Oh wow. Do you have your real picture up there? No, it's an NFT that I bought for five hundred thousand fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, oh, catfish? <laughs> no, it's actually it is actually. All right, try- eight bit digital catfish, and uh, you know, so that's why I'm having trouble in Boston finding places to eat because people don't use Yelp the right way in Boston. They only use Yelp when they're complaining. They don't it's write. Not just Boston, dude. In New York, it's not. It's very even kilt here. It's always like, no, yeah, it's even kilt in New York. Positive, negative. Here, it's just like. One star. Like, the best Italian place I've ever been to has, like, two stars. Oh, whatever. Yeah. All right. Allison B. <laughs> Agree to disagree on yeah, that one. Yeah, we will. <laughs> All right. Allison B. says, tried to enjoy a fun night with friends at a table. Wait, hold on. Pull up. All right. Last night, I ordered food from this Chinese place that had five stars. It was the worst tasting <laughs> Chinese food I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah, but how many five, how many reviews is that? It could be brand no, new. It's, no, I, I count how many reviews they are. I average it out by how many reviews there are and how many stars they had. They had four and a half stars in 236 reviews. But was it American fake Chinese food? Yeah, but I come from New York. I thought it was going to be that good New York. No, Boston has way better Chinese food than I know. New York. I don't, I don't know about that. It's 100% fast. Not this place. This place was so bland that I was like thinking about this morning. I'm going to reheat it for lunch and add spice to it. And I looked at it. I go, I'm fucking throwing this shit away. $40 worth of food I dumped down the garbage. Well, guess what? Now they don't have. I guarantee you left a review. Now they no longer have five stars. No, they probably have three and a half with my <laughs> NFT. So Allison B. three years ago says, I didn't enjoy fun night. Tried to enjoy a fun night with friends at the table at the bar, <laughs> but the valet service charged us when we dropped off the car and when we picked up. <laughs> so they doubled the valet, double charge. Smart guy. Yeah. When we confronted the valet manager, he proceeded to punch my husband's brand new car. <laughs> Unfortunately, we will have to share this dishonest service with friends. That's pretty funny. There's way, way. Way more to that story than is to be told. A billion percent. Must be from Boston. She didn't, not from Boston. She didn't use the whole Yelp review the right way. <laughs> she only told partial story. Wow. She didn't tell the part that her husband probably told the valley guy he's a fucking piece of shit. And then the valley guy goes, oh, yeah? She probably, she probably didn't pay the first time she thought she paid in the first time. She didn't. And, she got yeah. so drunk, she yep. thought she paid for it. Yep. Yeah, We want you want to fill in the blanks in this one? I'm going to write back. Two people actually said it was useful. <laughs> useful for what? <laughs> Wait, how about you? Oh, it's cut off. There's Libby's is, I feel like Libby's Yelp review is more useful than uh, Allison's, and she has zero useful. <laughs> yeah, don't stand in front of heaters, useful. All right, we got the last one. Wait, what's this guy's name? Backward Bender F. Do you want to know what my profile name is? What? I can't say on here. <laughs> it's my alias. 
It's Francis Futterman. <laughs> what? Francis Futterman? Yeah, that's my alias. Francis Futterman. How'd you come up with that? I don't know. Just came to me one day. This girl asked me my name one time, and I wasn't trying to, like, I knew she was kind of into me, so I said my name was Francis. <laughs> I used to tell everybody my name was Frank. Then it went to Francis. Now it's Francis Futterman well, from New Jersey. Well, it's funny because this one has to do with Frank's, this last review. <laughs> oh, really? Let's yeah, go. Yeah. This, play, this club, like, serves hot dogs? Well, let's not. Oh, if it's a strip club, that'd be sick. You imagine that? Strip club with hot dogs. <laughs> Yo, me and Vern Troyer at a strip club. Rest in peace, Vern Troyer. In Canada, they don't have dollars in Canada because they have the coins. We're in the back row in those stadium seating in this strip club, and we're chucking these fucking coins at the strippers as hard as we can. He's like, watch this. He's just like wheel of wheelchair. He's chucking the corners at the. Jeez. Oh, he used to get so mad when people just called Mini Me. He goes, my name's not Mini Me. It's Vern. Oh, my God. Backward Bender F says, well, we certainly tried to patronize this establishment. My boyfriend was wearing a very dapper looking cap. Oh, God. The bouncer retorted that no hats are allowed. He put the hat in his pocket, to which the bouncer announced no hats in the club at all. Oh, that's stupid. Now, that's that's reaching. Yeah. Can I put it in my purse? I beseeched. What? Patronized, dapper, retorted, announced. Wow, this, like she's stop, really trying to stop. She's yeah. really trying to like sh- show off big dick energy with this. <laughs> can I? No hats in the club at all. You can put it in your car or give it to the hot dog lady. <laughs> Responsible drinkers. The hot dog lady. What? She got a cart. This must look, be New York City. Responsible drinkers. We Ubered to this club. We certainly were not going to Uber back just to drop off a hat. Also, no, my boyfriend is not going to give his hat to the hot dog lady, no matter how friendly she looked. <laughs> what a lame club. <laughs> the hot dog lady. The hot dog lady. Shout out one time to the hot dog lady. <laughs> Shout out to Francis. Francis Futterman. Yeah, I've been to like strip clubs where they're like, you can't wear a hat in there, and it's cool, but they have it set up so you can leave your hat at hat at, at coat check. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yo, that dude was just he. Here, here's the thing. That bouncer didn't want to let him in. I get in. I wear a oh, hat. Oh, the girl was so annoying. If yeah, she something was yeah, there. Yeah, something's up. All right, we got a new segment. Well, not a new segment. We got our boy George coming in to tell us. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Go get him. All One right. time. Look at that sick edit. It's like magic. Bing! Bong! Can we do that? Can we get some magic situations going for this magical man named George? So, George, what's today's topic? Hello, friends. Hello, friends. Hello. Today we're going to talk about my favorite electronic genre right now. Right um, now? Yeah, it, it changes, it flows like water, but right now this is, this is my jam. And which is, which is? Dubstep. Nice. Dubstep. So, dubstep starts in the, year, in the early 2000s as a natural evolution of like drum bass and UK oh, garage. Yep, yep. Uh, Fun fact: I used to spin UK Garage. Well, really? Well, cool. I mean, you can't. <laughs> it it co- it goes hand in hand with reggae so much. Yeah. Shout out my guy DJ Lion Dub, who is huge in the Jamaican slash drum and bass 
He's still making those Jamaican drum and bass records in, in Garage, UK Garage. Sick. I love it. So cool. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, no, that's actually great insight. Yeah, it is. Francis. So it started like a harder version of drum and bass, including like some elements of jungle, some elements of reggae. It was just like a very underground uh, scene in the UK for like the first half of the 2000s. And then big labels like UKF and those started popping, especially due to the internet and YouTube and uh, LimeWire and all those free software. So a lot of people had more exposure to it. Of course, yeah. And then this guy who we all know about named Skrillex. Yes. Revolutionized it, definitely. Revolutionized I mean, nobody sounds like Skrillex. Can you really think still to this day... That somebody copied Skrillex's formula so much that you can't tell if it was a, this guy that did it or Skrillex that did it. I think Skrillex's quality would never be emulated. Even I, 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 I totally agree with you. That's why I asked that question. He, yeah. he has so many layers that are cohesive and nice and dancey. Like even when he makes house as like dog blood. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. So fu- it's like the best house you're ever gonna hear because it's Skrillex. He's just so talented. Him. He was in like a straight edge band for a long yeah. time, like heavy heavy metal. Wasn't he a bass player? I think. I think he was a vocalist. He yeah, was, I can't the, remember. The band is called From First to Last. They were literally yeah, like that's right. Metal. We had, we did a show with him wow. uh, in New Jersey on the Bamboozled. There was a Bamboozled festival or some shit. Yeah, yeah, it was a screamo band, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he also used to produce for the bands. That's how he learned all the software. And then he just he just grabbed dubstep where it was at the current state of things and added like electro house layers and electro house like synths and stuff. And that's what we now know as dubstep. A lot of people say, oh, that's bro step because it's made in the US. But like, no, that's haters. That's literally the purest form of dubstep. What do they call bro step? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. But my, oh shit, I just lost my train of thought. What, what else it. is new? So, besides. Oh, I know Go what ahead. I was going to say. I'm so sorry, Jeff. Go ahead. I was going to say that that's what happens when you're influenced by all types of music you get a mashup of a mush of everything because skrillex is putting drum and bass he's putting that metal stuff he's yeah. in, he's you can you can produce a wider plant the tr- uh, what am i trying to say plethora plethora of of music when you uh are influenced by different types. Like right. yeah. me and Jeff will go home and listen to Pearl Jam and then we'll be in the club listening to Miss Fat Booty. You know what I mean? Like, but you have all that stuff and you can combine it, put it in one pot like Skrillex's yeah. and you, you, it's hard to copy that. I think as long as you do it correctly. I think Oh yeah, people can definitely do it and do yeah. it incorrectly. Yeah. Yes, that is 100% true. Yeah, yeah so that, that's one, one point. And then after like Skrillex made it so big, it's just right now it's huge in the U.S. particularly. Like we're the biggest market. I think there is a dubstep festival during the summer every single weekend. Was it hard? Oh, isn't hard a dubstep? Hard, hard is kind of like bass house. They have oh, a okay. dubstep artists. Okay. Uh, but there's like Lost Lands, which is huge. It's 60,000 cap, two stages, wow. massive. Wow. Like literally the same cap as Ultra. And it's all like bass. So bass is the umbrella genre because... Yeah, that's what... I, I went to a couple shows we had at Big Night Live, to be honest with you, and like I have no idea who some of these artists are. Mm-hmm. And I was just... It was crazy to see the amount of people that come out for some of these guys that Cute. I don't know who they are. It's it's so it's So the, the umbrella is bass and uh-huh. then the, the subgenre of bass would be dubstep? Dubstep, melodic bass. Drum yeah. and bass gets put into that. Some other people, purists, put it in their own umbrella. But it should be because that's the bass. core of yeah. it all. Yeah. 
drum and bass and jungle? What was first? I don't know. I think jungle came first, like in the nineties. It's such like a jungle's been out for. I know, but yeah. it's such a UK thing, and like yeah. it never really popped off in the states like it yeah. should have. Like I've seen Sound Clash with Rodigan. Yeah, yeah. And he came on with Chant with Chase. What is that? Status and Chase. Yeah, 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 yeah. bro. Yeah, that shit was so sick. fire. So sick. I know. Yeah. It's just they, like the reggae shit with the, yeah. oh, it was so dope. And then it was like Stone Love. It was uh, Chase and Status, Stone Love, and two other groups. They had a- Oh, uh, Major Laser. They had oh, a wow. podcast uh, with Rodigan. I love I loved that stuff, man. I, I, I love playing it. It, it. Just you can't really do that here. In the states, unless you're doing a festival, or yeah, I tried to like implement a couple of those songs in my set, yeah. and it just like People falls like, flat. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you can kind of mash up it with like a little bit of hard style that's soft hard style, a little bit of dubstep. Yeah. That's the only way you can inject it to people in the drops mainly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because if not, like people are not gonna go through a, a jungle buildup. Or an oh, intro because like they don't. I have this sick ass Sigla remix with like Fuji's on it. It's so dope. Oh, and yeah, I tried playing it. I'm gonna play it tonight. I don't care. But I tried playing it. But it goes back to almost like that Craig David, like that yeah. so neat. Like oh, I love that. Like that UK garage. Yeah. yeah, I think that's where I could be wrong, but I feel like that's maybe where everything came out of that it, UK garage. It the, feels like, like it. late '80s, right? Or yeah, mid '90s. Well, late 80s. Yeah. Now, who are the big artists right now? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Wait, from here? Well, from here. Oh, in the United States? Yeah. Well, first of all, if you pick up a stone in Boston, you find like three dubstep producers under it. That's a joke. What's not? (laughs) (laughs) It's true, though. Like, everywhere. 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 Dubstep DJs do. It's literally the biggest scene in the US by far. Like, if you separate electronic per genre. Yeah. So right now, the That's biggest, amazing. in purest form of dubstep, it would be Excision, I think. Mm-hmm. Excision is huge. Like, I didn't get it in the beginning. I saw, like, four shows of him. And, like, this is actually, like, a fun story time. And then I was at EDC, and he was playing main stage. And main stage at EDC, like, the kinetic field has, like, 60,000 people or yeah, 70,000 yeah. people, one stage only, right? Yeah. And I felt, like, all the energy of the people, and I was like, holy crap, like, I love this. Like, it was until I figured out the self-expression of dancing to bass music, like headbanging and like just the positive energy. Also, dubstep people are the best ravers. They are kind to each other. They do a lot of harm reduction through like smart use of substances versus other ravers that just abuse substances. Like I, I really, they are kinder to each other. One beautiful thing. And after I saw that set at EDC, I decided, oh, I'm going to go to Excision's Festival. Like, of course. And also, it was a point where I liked a lot of the artists. It wasn't that hard of a lineup. Like, they had a lot of melodic bass. Yeah, like, yeah. it had Lenium. Just Slender. versatile, yeah. So I went to Lost Lands, and then as soon as the last artist played, which was Excision the first night, played main stage, they turn on the lights, and you see every single person with plastic bags just picking up all the trash. You see people oh, wow. people that work at a festival giving plastic yeah, yeah, bags yeah, to yeah. people. At the, like, the modern-day hippies. And then... Everyone was picking up their trash, and I thought that was like the most. I never felt more proud of. Oh, were they just the looking for drugs on the ground? <laughs> that, no, probably yeah, too. Yeah. No, probably too. Love like I, drugs, man. probably too. But also, like that, I felt that was beautiful. Right, like, yeah, right, no, right. you're right. I uh, I went to one of the people that we had a big night again. I don't, I don't know who it was. He's like he looked like bass nectar a little bit. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? We had him. How he had long a, ago? He had a, a girl open for him, and she was pretty dope, too. Uh, I think it was like three months ago. But anyway, it remind, being in that scene, seeing this DJ, I, it reminded me of the old like 90s rave scene almost. Yes. Yeah. He's like raving to the a purest form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like takes you back to the rave days, dude. I used to I used to love raves. I used to play hip hop in the club all night long. Then I used to do weird after party raves after. Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> I loved it. I just liked being diverse and I like to feel different things and do different things. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's awesome. Um. So what? Kind of artists are upcoming. Do you have any? Well, besides, you mentioned that one for the for the top artists, but who? Give me some more artists that are upcoming or more artists that that are big time in the scene. Well, Tough Planet is really big. Tough Planet. Well, he's been around for a minute. Yeah, though, right. He's yeah, been yeah, like yeah. For twenty years already. Oh, or wow. Something like that. Isn't he like down with like uh, crazy and like that? They're kind of like in the same circle a little bit. I think so. They're both part of. The space yacht, so yeah, yeah. That's like a collective. It's not a. It's, it has its own label, but it's not a label. It's more. Mm-hmm. Maybe n- next week we can talk about collectives, and I can Ooh. just research because, like, house collectives and like general music collectives, which are tied to labels or sometimes they're not. They're so interesting to see how they operate and how their fans are loyal to a collective, but not precisely to an individual artist, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Like a lot of times, I'll go through. And I'll see songs by artists that I don't know who the artist is, but I'll listen to it because of the label they're on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how a lot of house music, that's how you find new house music. Because well, yeah, you have exactly. to go by the label. You can't go by the artist because artists come and go like yeah, this. Yeah, pop in and pop out. Yeah. Um, other big artists in the dubstep realm, um, Virtual Riot, he's up and coming. Mm-hmm. He's really good. Um, I don't know. Mainly, a lot of, so there's this thing that's, what I love about electronic music. So there there comes this kid, this kid, Elenium, and he starts playing melodic dubstep. And is this is just one thing, like a one-off artist. And then a lot of people start playing it at their own ways. Right. And then it becomes a genre. Like it branches out. And well, he became huge. I opened up for him one so night. So huge. Uh, is he one of City. your favorite artists? He is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's big time. Big he's guy. got a, like a big following too, man. Huge. Everyone buys his merch. His fan clubs on Facebook are ridiculous. I mean, ridiculous in a good way. Like, it's people supporting other people. Yeah, you, yeah. You literally see people like, hey, I bought three tickets to this show, but uh, I wanted, this is for me, my friend, and I want to give away one to someone that cannot afford to go. That's and pretty it, awesome. That, that, that sense of community is just amazing. That's well, in the hippie community, we used to call that. Uh, you know what you call it? What, what did they say? Can I have a. No, what was it? It was a miracle. Y- yes. We used to call the free ticket the miracle ticket. Yeah. So people would go see the Grateful Dead with no and tickets. Like, I and, yeah. like, I, and the door. And you walk around like this, and that person needs a ticket. So if you see somebody walking around like this, and fish too, you know. Yeah. The hippie, that whole hippie genre, that's what they used to do, man. So there's that interesting portion of EDM ravers. They call them the Wooks. They call themselves Wooks, but we, if you're not a Wook, you, you shouldn't because it's not appropriate, whatever. They bring all the values from like especially from fish like yeah, they, yeah. they are also fans of like jam bands and stuff so yeah like disco biscuits and yes. shit like that yeah see i know about that don't sleep on me son so jeffrey that that's like a super cool thing as well like they yeah, just bring yeah. a lot and of values sometimes a lot of times when like the disco biscuits has like a festival or something they bring in a lot of bass Dapsip, d- yeah 
Really? Yeah. DJs, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah They'll the, play all night. There, there's like this thing called Cam Bisco, which is like three sets of the yeah, disco biscuits. Yeah, Grand Pennsylvania. Yeah, where the office is. Wow, uh, that's right. And yeah. and they have a stage that's for jam bands and live music, and they have their electronic stage, which is mostly going to be dubstep or bass. I have a lot of friends that just bass. love Disco Biscuits, man. Yeah, they have a cult following. They've been around for a long time. Ever. Yeah. Like, uh, what the thing they used to do a lot would be Fish would play New Year's Eve. At Madison Square Garden, like they do every year, and then Disco Biscuits would actually play in the Hulu or whatever theater, and it changes all the time. Yeah, but right. the Madison Square Garden theater in the back, yeah. So people would leave the fish show after it was done to go see like Disco Biscuits all That's night, and then cool. they'd have an after party somewhere too. It's crazy. That's awesome. It's a it big is. scene, man. It's a big scene. It's very interrelated with other types of music. Um, I do expect bass to keep branching out we mm. didn't even touch about like like touched uh down tempo bass like bass nectar which is some people call experimental bass or like res so that's like a whole new beast right. that's separated from that's dubstep. Insane. but it's pretty insane too it's pretty big a lot of artists double between the two types of things mm -hmm. do I they do have to have aliases when they do that though or they stick to their some of them are known for playing both and producing and releasing both some yeah, of them yeah. have aliases i think it's a very even split yeah um i mean if you're excision and you want to do like down tempo oh this is actually super cool he has these things called detox sets where yeah. he plays down tempo bass. Oh, that's cool. So if you're seeing a, a detox set, it's even a whole new different visuals. And it's a totally different scene. They like, yeah, yeah. they just make it like a totally new, con totally different concept. Yeah. That's cool. And I would imagine that detox sets are cheaper than regular sets because he would play a detox set at some festivals, but not Oh, that's regular. like Cascade does Redux. Redux, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's the same, same thing. Yeah, wow. yeah. So, and that's cool because you feel like his energy and his sound but it's a completely different baseline you know it's a completely different skeleton and wow. that shows also versatility because there are some artists that just play one thing right 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 i'd say a lot of producers well here's the thing when it comes down to this type of music in electronic music in general you have these people that even big name djs that I, that we have booked here and that i dj with over the years they're not djs dude. they're producers they're producers right. so djing is foreign to them mm -hmm. like some like like that's why i like Sick black dick. coffee so much because it's an actual dj dude i could watch him oh my god green velvet one night was just crushing it at at, at the grand like you could tell when a DJ is a DJ and a, a producer is just it's, DJing. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, There's very few that cross over that could actually do both, but yeah. there is some that can. Yeah. yeah. But, you know what I mean? It's just like, so, like, they basically curate their whole thing going into, to like, those situations and playing those other events and different experiences for sure. Wow. That's awesome. It is fun. I love it. Music is beautiful. Music it is, is man. <laughs> All me, types. Give me one last statement on dubstep. Me? You got it. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm Come from me, bro. <laughs> uh, if you don't like it, just go to a sold out show. Put yourself in the middle of the crowd. Always. Your protection. Always. Mm -hmm. Just feel the energy. Just like ignore that. everything else. Ignore the beautiful oh, visuals. Sorry. Ignore a bunch of things. Just feel the energy of the people around you. And you're going to start getting into it more and more. And eventually you're going to become like me that 
all day listens to fucking dubstep sets on SoundCloud. <laughs> I'll be honest, I couldn't figure out the time signature of what this DJ was actually doing, though. It was not like normal. It's just like whatever feels goes. And it was just like I was trying to catch a beat, and it was just like I don't understand. I was having they had the songs had like had no structure from what I was feeling. Oh, so are you understand. thinking about Subtronics? Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, so <laughs> dude, it was like four bars, then the next one was like eight yeah. bars, and then the next one was like two, and it was just like I couldn't figure out. Usually, you have like you know your eight, sixteen, eight, like I, I have 32. a disclaimer for that. Okay, Subtronics is considered rhythm, rhythm. Branches out from dubstep, and it's just that. It's, it's, you spell it R-I-D-D-I-M, but it's for rhythm. So yeah. you have a rhythm, but you don't have a structure. So like you keep oh, trying to do that shit on so, purpose. It's yeah. purposely done. It's pur- it's, you, if you're not into it, you feel it's... And if you don't know the songs, you feel it's horrible. But for ravers that, yeah. oh, listen to one build, and then the drop of another song, they go nuts. Rhythm is an yeah, acquired it's taste. Like a fucking, like, it's almost like a patchwork of, of, of songs in, yes. curated into yeah. one. I'd yeah. be like, I know that. And it'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that, that's literally <laughs> what they expect from you. And it you. wasn't even like the build-up. The build-up was like, draw, like yeah. it was crazy, so, dude. So that's because right, that's so rhythm. So that's the experience that I had. <laughs> yeah. Well, in Jamaican music, they have rhythms too. Yeah. But it's a little different. It is different. But George, as yeah. always, we really thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Expertise, yeah, our expertise. We appreciate you. Expertise. Oh, my God. I love it. that tattoo. I'm flying. like Kidaring. Oh, the Keith Haring one. Thanks, yeah. dude. Legend. Thank All you. Right. We'll be back. Oh. One time for Georgie. Like magic. He's guy's gone. gone. It's like David fucking Copperfield or, and shit. Or Francis Ferdinand or whatever your name no, is. No, it's Francis Ferdinand. Ferdinand. Frank Fugazi. This just in breaking news from our PNN network. Positive News Network with your host, Jeff Lennon. All right, we're going to switch it up a little bit. I had something written down for Positive News. You did? What happened? We we got to talk way more about this subject. Oh, I know, because yeah. it was just so, done so well. It was, yeah. So Shout out to Mass Appeal and Nas. We'll talk about that next week. Uh, positive News is we made it to 2022. We're trending in Egypt once again for the third week. Shout, Shout out, out to my e- people in Egypt one Shout time. Yeah. I don't know who's listening or what fake but IP address, you. but thank you very Must much. Must be Francis F- <laughs> Federline. Yeah, now I know who it is. Uh, <laughs> Wait, is that your Egyptian name? <laughs> no, dude. It's actually, I have a computer network over there just <laughs> boosting our, our streams. Well, I appreciate it. Um, I just want to thank f- over half a year. We're, we're into this. You know, new year of this, and I'm so glad that we got to do this. How together. long have you been doing the podcast for? Since uh, I think May. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, well, I hope you guys like it because uh, it, no, it's I, been amazing. I try my hardest to entertain you, fuckers. <laughs> um, we got some new merch up. The merch is on. Um, Yo, put a link right here underneath. Big Hurley, yeah, 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 put yeah. it up. Put up. Put up a link right here where you can get our merch. Yo, support <laughs> us, man. Support it right here. Oh, yep, yep. There. Put it on Jeff's face. No, don't put it on my face. And you can follow us at pause. Pause. At I'm the promoter. He's the DJ. You can follow Jason at Jason Smith Music. You can follow Jeff London at Jeff London underscore. Thank you once again, Hurley. Jeff London, DJ Jason Smith. Here come the pain.